Hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're recording. We're recording. It's happening. It's actually happening. They said that it would never happen again. It's true, but it really did. We're back. I can't believe it's been another week. I don't. It's one of those weeks where I'm like, so much has happened in the news cycle according to what I've looked up, but it feels like you were just here. It feels like we were, I mean, it feels like we see each other a lot. We do. Almost as much as we did when we actually lived together. (laughs) I know, because it's not like we did much besides, you know, record the videos and like hang out, which is what we do now. Yeah. 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 I guess. And like talk about like, what are we going to (laughs) do? What are we going to do next? It the, makes the, us, the people want more. You make us sound really like frightened and nervous. It's think- scary. Remember that time our first video went viral of when the Beyonce surprise oh, album dropped? I and that video that. like went viral and it was like the first time a thing of ours went viral and you were yes. just like, I don't know what to do. I need to go to bed. I need to go to bed. And like, it's like, no, now's not the time to go to bed. <laughs> well, because that had never happened for us before. And especially like it was going viral on Twitter in a way that was like blowing my phone up and I was getting a lot of notifications and you that. get no- push notifications for Twitter? Yeah. I want to know if someone's talking to me. I get push notifications for nothing except for text messages and dating apps. Oh, wow. Like Hinge and Tinder. That is, and the Discord. If you would like to join. (laughs) If you'd like to go to patreon.com slash 2gaymats, become a Discord member, you'll be giving a push notification. You'll be blowing up my phone. I I mean, I like to know if someone tweets me. No, never. I I like to go, like the people who get it for Instagram, psychopaths. I get it for Instagram. No, psychopaths. It's like, I want to like go on Instagram and be like, surprise. I mean, that is a comment. When you have the TikTok, it's nice because I don't have the push notification for TikTok. And so I'm like, oh, look, some people commented on our like renaissance. Yeah, but then like when you go on the app and you see nothing, you're just like, Oh. <laughs> so I guess there are pros and cons. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. We're back for another week. We are. I've got my Carol Channing shirt on. Oh. I haven't worn it in a while. Yes, it's very flesh-toned. I know. Here, everyone like. in the, like, people in the live chat that were... Uh, talking to now, they said, Oh, Matt Steele, when I came on, I thought you were shirtless. <laughs> yes, they said it was a jump scare, which is always a good reaction when you wear something and it's frightening. Yeah, and the know? eyes are like crooked. They probably thought these were my nipples, and Matt <laughs> Steele has like crooked nipple situation happening. Oh, maybe. If they weren't thinking it before, they're certainly thinking they're it. They're certainly now. thinking it now. <laughs> so, Matt Steele, yes. how was your week? It was nice. Yeah. Um, so, Matt Steele this summer. Um, the restaurant is slow and Matt mm. Steele had a lot of expenses in the early summer uh, like you know new computer was the year of a new computer new phone a new too. phone it was the year he, Matt Steele went on a trip so like mm. Matt Steele's trying to save his money I like that we're doing third person when yes, did this start to do Matt Steele is trying to save mm. his money this summer so Matt Steele has done a whole <laughs> lot of nothing this week mm. um, just sitting I, I filmed an audition cool this week where I had to sing opera oh I know it was it wasn't for an opera role but right. it was for a role in a play and the character has to sing opera like in a funny way but okay. like still has to be able to make those sounds and just like for like one line at a time and right so in the audition i had to just like sing a little bit so they could see that i could make those sounds how did it sound it sounded like a goofy opera <laughs> I, like i can make those sounds totally. and have it sound funny and relatively convincing but right. like i don't have the skill set to sing a full song i mean that's a whole thing oh yeah like, like people go to school for years and years for that. Yes. So that'd so be like, hard. That's like impossible to ask someone to just do. Yeah. So I can do like a solid 16 bars, yeah. you know, here and there and have it sound like loud and obnoxious and vibrato-y and mm. everything. And it's like, oh, Matt Steele, he can do that. But 
get Matt Steele to sing a full song. It's like, oh, Matt Steele does not have that breath control. Right. We have to stop with a third person. It's driving me <laughs> insane. Like, I realize, you know, we get a little viral on TikTok and someone's ego gets inflated. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I didn't even notice that I was still speaking in the third person. It was just like naturally coming out but of my like, body. But like, I think that's a problem. <laughs> I think we should focus in on why we're doing that. I don't think it's a problem because that means that I'm really in it. You know, okay. I'm not judging it. I'm just living it. I'm know? judging it. <laughs> that's the difference. Um, well, for me, I think my week was also pretty good i feel like um i've been catching up again on sleep because that beyonce renaissance video really took a lot out of me i was off my sleep schedule for a while i think i'm back uh this weekend i went to balboa with jackson and his family they go on a yearly trip and i went and drove down after work on friday spent the weekend there and then just drove back up today and took a shower set up these camera these lights this microphone and uh now i'm here thank you for showering for me oh because you're sleeveless right now i mean that could have been dangerous. I'm a person who showers. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't do much today. Like, I'll wait till tomorrow. Oh, no. There are people out there like that, which is fine. We don't judge. We don't judge. We don't but judge. Like, but for me, please consider. Please consider. If you're going to be around people, if you're going to be in close proximity, even if you're close. by yourself, <laughs> like if I'm by myself, it's like, oh, no, I'm still going to shower. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily always like do my hair every day. If I'm like, oh, I, oh, there was one day this week I knew I didn't have to go anywhere. I wasn't mm. going to see anyone. I didn't have any auditions to film. I was right. like, I don't don't need to do my hair today. I'm just going to put it up in a little band. Oh. Oh, those are the best days. Well, aren't you? I mean, from what I hear about shampooing and things, I hear you're not supposed to shampoo every day. No, I wash every other day. Oh, well, that seems yes. right. But like doing the hair, I still like do my hair. Even oh. if I don't wash it, like I still Got have to it. wet okay. it and do the product and the hanging mm. upside down as I uh, blow dry it as I'm like looking at the Big Brother feeds. Um, and, you know, it's it's a pro- it's still a process even Sounds if like washing man. is not a part of the process that day. I mean, I just have like a kind of scalp moisturizer that I That's throw nice. on. And I, of course, you know, juice shower and do this shampoo here. Do you like get um, your fingernails in it and like no, scrape your? I'm not scraping. My, uh, I'm just like rubbing it in, so and getting good. it. You know, I I like to touch my, any part of my skin, including my scalp, with the the, the pads of my fingers, not the nail. But I like, like with the nail, it's like an exfoliation. I don't moment. want, but it's also don't like you want I, a shiny, nice, wrinkle-free head. I my head my also there's some hairier a b. Uh, you also could scratch yourself very easily. Like my nails, they are scratchers. And so let's get to use the <laughs> my pads. My nails are scratches. My nails are scratches. So let's use the pads. I just okay. feel like that's safer. It's more of like a massage to the head. Okay. Shampoo there. That's you know? nice. I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> but we did. Uh, should we dive into the news for idiots? Let's go into the news for idiots, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So uh, I feel like this happens, and especially in a pre-Beyonce world, but every other week there's kind of some Britney news that she's posting on her Instagram that, you know, makes me worried, makes me have questions. And now Kevin Federline has given an interview, an exclusive interview to the Daily Mail about Brittany and her sons. Uh, Some of the takeaways are that Brittany's sons are not in contact with her right now or they're not seeing. I don't know if they're not speaking to her, but they're not seeing her right now. Um, K-Fed says the boys have decided they are not seeing Brittany right now. It's been a few months since they've seen her. They made the decision to not go to her wedding. Um, There were a lot of going on things going on in the house with Brittany that I didn't feel comfortable with. Um, essentially, it, he implies that this is based around the fact that Brittany posts like semi-nude photos on her Instagram and that's hard for them going to school and all of this. But a lot of Brittany defenders point out that right now is, you know, these kids are about to be turning 18. Kevin mm-hmm. Federline has been living off of $30,000 a month, I believe, off of child support from Britney Spears since the early aughts. And so it seems like now that these children are becoming of age, that he may be giving more exclusive inter- interviews for money because he needs income of his own. And I mean, I'm not in the home. I don't know what's really happening. All I know is that Britney did have a response. She was like, basically like raising kids is not for the faint of heart. I uh, makes me sad to hear that my ex-husband has decided to discuss the relationship between me and my children. Um, it concerns me that the fact that the reason is based on my Instagram. It was long before Instagram. I gave them every thing only one word hurtful i'll say it my mother told me you should give them to their dad i'm sharing this because i can have a good day folks it's it's so hard and the thing is like okay i don't know what the situation is like if these if her children have reasons for not wanting to live with her then that's something to be discussed between the people involved exactly it is not right for kevin federline to be 
revealing this stuff to the public. Like Absolutely that not. is the mother of your children. Right. That is the person who is paying your bills as well. Right. But like also like this is something that is a private matter. I don't think it is right for Kevin Federline to address this personal stuff publicly like right. he's been doing. And also it's like he also goes in and talks about how close of a relationship he has with Jamie Spears and how the conservatorship Shane saved her life and how uh, you know she's they're close with Brian Spears and Jamie Lynn and the, the mom and it's like so basically all of you are in this whole thing together. All of these people who are living off of the work and money of Britney Spears mm. are all in this together and writing your own books and selling your own interviews. It just feels gross. It feels gross and it feels like he's trying to like pin uh, Britney's sons more against their mother and it's like no like no matter what if I was Kevin Federline I'd be like that is your mother right like that is your mother I want you to have a good relationship with your mother and because you know Britney adores her son of course and it just it's heartbreaking that she is going through yet another thing and that's something that should be very private and personal and I, I hope it all gets resolved I'm sure it will I just hope we don't hear more from him or from his wife or just now that the money funnel is getting cut off at least on that side of the family I just have a sinking feeling we're going to get a lot more out of K-Fed than we've been getting post Popozal which was his uh, Portuguese rap song from back in like 05 so I just I don't want it I think we need to leave the past in the past and ke- no one buy anything from Kevin Federline we don't and honestly the public needs to not engage with the story any further we all need to leave him in the past and so it's just sad. It's just yeah. sad. Um, also, supposedly, Britney is working on a revenge album set to be released alongside her upcoming memoir. This is the second report of new music from Britney. I'm excited if it's true, but you never know whether or not it's true. But I wonder what that music would sound like. She had a shelved album entitled Original Doll back in like post. Oh. I think it was po- it was, the, was a, the album that Mona Lisa was on. And it was like kind of in the chaotic era. Uh, and it was pre in the zone or excuse me, post in the zone, pre blackout. And so maybe these kind of songs that were like more full voice from her. Mm-hmm. A little edgier, a little like I'm speaking my truth. It was kind of like Britney's current Instagram post set to music. And so if that's what she's giving us, I'm willing to listen. I mean, hey, if they're bops, let's go. <laughs> like, let's go. I mean, what's going to be more of a bop? The, Re- the Revenge album or the Tiny Dancer cover remix Elton John, which again, all of this is supposed. I would love to get a release date yes. on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and since this is our podcast and this is all we've been talking about for the past three weeks, I think we just it would we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about all the people that are now angry with Beyonce after she released the like happiest album of her career. <laughs> Let's start with Khalees. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Khalees, I guess, heard about the fact that Beyonce was sampling her on Renaissance like a day or two before the album dropped. Uh, Beyonce sampled very lightly a part of Milkshake, which was written by Pharrell and Chad Hugo of the Neptunes and written for Britney Spears, but given to Khalees. And Khalees was pissed because she argues that she wrote that song and Pharrell stole her publishing and Beyonce didn't give her a heads up because she's not a feminist and she has all these pro-girl songs and she didn't call Khalees that she should have and also said something about Beyonce being a Satanist and all of these TikToks and things. I didn't get too deep into the the everything. It yeah. just feels like... Also, when you heard the background that was being referred to, it was like, Beyonce singing La 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 in a different melody than what's on Milkshake. And it's Uh like, this was barely even an interpolation. Like, you did not need to get credited or mentioned at all. But guess what? You did. You got credited. Yes, you did until you made a whole thing about it. And then Beyonce took it out. I mean, I love how Beyonce just quietly just like, okay, well. If that's what we're going to do. If she's angry with me, I guess we're not collaborators (laughs) anymore. Right. And there's no need for me to give her a shout out. So I'm glad I have that uh, Renaissance CD. So I have the original version of Energy with the Lala's in the background because they were cool and didn't even um, sound that much like Milkshake. (laughs) Person number two, mad at Beyonce, Monica Lewinsky. She feels that now that Beyonce has the ability to remove things from her albums, like the Lala sample of Milkshake from Renaissance, why doesn't she remove the Lewinsky reference, the Monica Lewinsky? reference from Partition which came out almost 10 years ago. A, because it's a fucking iconic line. It is a good line. And also like Monica Lewinsky in her Twitter bio like talked about it. Oh, did she? Yeah, she said like inspiration for um, like Partition for yeah like a hip hop songs or something like Mm. that. And so it's kind of like well Monica like you were bragging about it. Back then, which of course, like Monica does have the prerogative to change how she feels about her being mentioned and everything. Right. But it also is like, I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of people that Monica Lewinsky should be mad at. You know, I'm not arguing that she was in a position of power, obviously, in this whole scandal that occurred back in the day. But I feel like Bill Clinton would be a better um, 
you know, uh, point for the anger than Beyonce. Like, or, just like, like the, or just like the media. Because how, how the media treated her was, was very rough and everything. It doesn't so, feel like Beyonce is the problem. Yeah, I, I don't think that's the battle yeah. that is really I, worth it. I didn't watch the Beanie Feldstein American Crime Story with Monica Lewinsky. But if Beyonce was the big bad guy in that you know series, let me know below. But I really didn't think it was her. <laughs> I feel like there were more things at play. Um, another person mad in the world of Beyonce, Diane Warren. Diane Warren, Warren, unfortunately, gets online sometimes and says things like, how can there be 24 writers on a song and then with like an eye roll emoji? And she says it wasn't meant as shade. I'm just curious. And it's like, you're clearly referring to Beyonce. You're clearly referring to the album. The Dream, one of Beyonce's frequent collaborators on Renaissance, responded and was like, hey, actually, it's because hip-hop samples older songs. This was done because back in the day, they didn't have access to make their own music, whatever, whatever, whatever. And Diane Warren's tweet response was like, oh, I didn't know that, but you didn't have to be so mean about it. <laughs> well, the, like, the Dream, at the end of that tweet, did say, like, you good or something like that. <laughs> and it was kind of like, okay, okay. But I like, mean, but Diane but, uh, also just like, no one asked you. You really just didn't have to comment. You know, I have notes for both sides of the aisle here. <laughs> um, Diane Warren, um, I have to say, be careful because <laughs> Beyonce is happily taking things out of her albums and everything, like the Khalees uh, sample, and she removed the offensive word. Um, yes. Also this week as well. Yes. Um, you know what else? Could very well be on the chopping block. I was here from four. Because honestly, <laughs> sweets, it's bad. And so if so, Beyonce wanted to remove that from streaming, she could. And I wouldn't push I wouldn't push my luck. If I was a past Beyonce collaborator, I would just sit and stay quiet. Exactly, yes. And, and get those streams, Diane. But also <laughs> to the beehive. The thing is, the beehive, they are very, very good at providing all the receipts and for, you know, going to battle for Beyonce, yes. as they should and everything. But the main argument they are that they are using against Diane to insult her is, ooh, you can't even win an Oscar. Mm. When she has the same amount of Oscars as Beyonce. <laughs> so I, I, I am team you beehive, I mean, but I don't think that is the best argument to really go after Diane Warren. <laughs> with. That's they're, harsh, they're, babe. <laughs> that's harsh. I just say, I mean, I hear you. And I, I did think it was a funny response when Diane responded to one of those tweets being like, yeah, but I've got 13 nominations. What do you have? And she's like, well, the same number of wins as you. And like, that's a very <laughs> that is good funny. response. But yeah. I hear your the, point as well. Well, because the thing is, like, I'm enjoying this battle. Of course. On on, on social media. Because, yes. you know, it's very harmless and yeah. lighthearted and everything. But I just, you know, I have notes for, for how both sides can improve their battling skills. All right. I think you that's know? fair. And uh, I think we have one more person to mention as people that are mad at Beyonce in the current era. And that person is me, Matt Palmer. <laughs> I love this woman. I've spent the weeks referring to Renaissance as an incredible piece of art. You've, you've seen all our shit about Renaissance. We talk about her every fucking week now. Beyonce released a remix of Break My Soul. Which we're saying is a duet with Madonna, but truly she just sampled Vogue. Madonna's vocals from Vogue back in the day are included. Beyonce, it's a great, it's a fun remix, but kind of thrown together, but like fun. Beyonce talks over it. It's very fun. We love, we love. Beyonce then, at the bridge of the song, basically, if you know Vogue by Madonna, she like shouts out all these old school movie stars and film stars, and Beyonce replaces that and does a little rap about all of the black musicians that paved the way for her. And that are also in her echelon, like people that are around. I could give you a long, long list of all of the people that are referenced here. It includes, you know, great artists like Janet Jackson, Tony Braxton, people in her year like Rihanna and Nicki Minaj. She talks about Whitney. She talks about everybody. Donna Summer. She talks about Tierra Whack. Like, she talks about people that, like, no shade, but, like, are smaller deals. Like, a lot of people. And I just feel... There is no excuse for Mariah Carey not to be mentioned in this. I feel like a lot of the lambs are taking this some kind of way just because they are friends. They are, have pictures together. Every sort of Rock Nation brunch, there are pictures of Mariah Carey with Beyonce. And someone is in the comments saying Mariah Carey isn't black, though. Well, Alicia Keys has mentioned she's as black as Alicia Keys. Because Alicia Keys is also a mixed race person. I get that Mariah does not appear as black as Alicia Keys, sure, whatever. But 
to not credit the icon, the legend, the vocalist, the person that she has said on record has inspired her to sing in the first place feels like an obvious oversight. Mariah ran the 90s, ran 05, and every single dance mix, which, you know, she's referencing, was fucking Mariah re-singing those vocals. She, like, did so much for house music in that decade. It feels like a very big oversight that hurt my feelings. As a lamb, Matt Steele, how do you feel? You know... (laughs) I guess if you are feeling some kind of way, yes. I hope Mariah doesn't feel some kind. I hope Mariah's just like, oh well, you know, maybe I just didn't fit in rhythmically in the music. Maybe it, maybe they tried putting me in. I, I was I, my puzzle piece just didn't fit in musically. I, I don't know. She says Grace Jones twice. She could have instead of saying Grace Jones the second time, say Mariah owns. I've thought this through. <laughs> those are those are a different number of syllables. She could have made it work. <laughs> Honestly, the remix is fun, but kind of thrown together. We don't need to be syllabically like on it every moment. I just am hurt. Okay. I know she's a fan. She's like Mariah's one of the nine people Beyonce follows on Twitter. Beyonce and Mariah have like referenced each other literally for decades and how much they love each other. I just feel that I just am I'm sick of having the argument about Mariah's blackness this late in the game. And because her impact is undeniable, what she's done for music, what she's inspired the She's paved the way for so many people. It just felt like the most obvious oversight of the people that... Like, she should have said Tina Turner, too, honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those two, to me, are the most obvious oversights here. And I, I get it. I'm just being sensitive. But I love both of these artists so much. It's okay. We'll get over it's it. It's okay. My number one, Carol Channing, was also not mentioned. <laughs> and Carol Channing is a quarter black. That is true. So. Okay. I, I feel well, your pain here. Our, our divas were scorned by Beyonce this week. Are How not- was yours? For the same? Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> okay, maybe not. But I think we're, you know. I think it's a I, bit I'm of a stretch. I'm trying to relate to your I, anger. I appreciate that. Yeah, I tr- do. I'm trying to reach out to you. I re- and I'm taking and your like, hand. We are one. We are we, one. We are the world. It's true. And, and, and I will get over it, but I just have to get that off my chest. It's okay. Because it hurt me. We're all feeling the same pain here at 2 You know, we're feeling emotions. Number one hit. Fifth in a row. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Lady Gaga mm-hmm. has been confirmed for Joker 2, Joker Folly Adieu. Folly Adieu. So, the rumor that was going around that Joker 2 was going to be a musical that was co starring um, Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga has proven to be true as Lady Gaga has confirmed it. She tweeted out uh, the date saying that on um, October 4th, 2024, we will be seeing this film. And I feel like there are people out there excited about this. I'm not one, but <laughs> I'm excited for all of you. I'm very excited. That's I think great. it'll be fun and insane and ridiculous. And as I said, when it was rumored, uh, I was like, I hope this inspires her to make some batshit crazy music. Yes. Put out an insane album of just crazy sounds and her just sounding like a murderer. <laughs> like, I would love that. I also am just, uh, people already are saying in the comments, I'm the, the media surrounding this film it's like her interviews her quotes are going to be insane how she's going to be like oh, you know i met with a mass murderer to study for this it's just like god i'm i just am already tired i guess is my feeling i mean this. the fact that even for just like something as simple as house of gucci she was just like i spoke in an italian accent <laughs> for months afterwards i got i felt like i was drunk off of the prop wine that was just water with food coloring didn't in it. you all like, feel that way you, don't all actresses feel that way and all the other actresses are just like I am also very excited because it's confirmed that this is coming in 2024 and it is not conflicting with the color purple in 2023, which means that Gaga and Fantasia will not be competing against each other for the Oscar. I love that that was the biggest worry for you. Oh, that's all I care about. I want no other movie to come out in 2023 because (laughs) I'm just like, we need no competition for Fantasia for leading actors. When does Wicked come out? (laughs) <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, I think Wicked is uh, 2024. I think Wicked Part 1, I think, is 2024. Okay. Supposedly. It's supposed to start um, shooting and rehearsing in August. And that this hasn't month. happened? I don't know if it's happened. A cast has still yet to be announced. So we don't know what's happening with the Wicked movie. It was okay. originally supposed to come out in uh, December 2019. But we all remember that was but the hey, day that Cats ended up coming out. We have the stars of the film. They have been cast. Yes. That's something. Yes. All right. This I just want to mention because I think it's so incredibly fucked up. And I feel like I've heard there's going to be some sort of prisoner swap. But WNBA star Brittany Griner was convicted and sentenced to nine years for drug offenses. She is a person that uh, plays in the WNBA, but because of pay gaps, also travels and plays professionally 
professional basketball in Russia, where she's very successful in the European basketball court. Her luggage was found to be carrying a vape with medical marijuana. So she is a person who like needs this for chronic pain that she has. And she has been in jail since February and was sentenced to nine years, which is just beyond fucking insane. Everyone needs to be involved. I feel like if this was a male athlete, like an NBA star, everyone would be talking about this. It's just crazy. And I I hear that there might be a prisoner swap thing happening where there's mm-hmm. like a Russian prisoner in the U.S. that could be swapped for Brittany Griner. But it's like it shouldn't even have been doing all of this. Like this woman did so little. Like it seems like she should get a slap on the wrist. I understand the laws are different over there. But my God, she was medically prescribed this. It just it just makes me sick and aw- it, I feel awful for her wife and it's just very sad. Yeah, well, I mean, Russia's nuts and Putin is a monster, I mean, and a lot of people are thinking that they are they gave her such a harsh sentence uh, just because they're basically holding her hostage because of how America cut Russia off completely which, because of obviously the horrible things that they're doing with Ukraine and everything. Totally. And, and so it's just absolutely disgusting, and I'm just hoping that something. Anything can be done. Oh, it's just so sickening. I just hate that we're... I really wanted it to just already be over. Now, much like the Russia-Ukraine of it all, but that is still all going on because Russia's a piece of shit. Um, news for you, because now you can get back on the apps. But, you know, if you're on Raya, you'll be swiping. You may see Pete Davidson pop up back again. Because Kim... You think and- my ass has gotten invited to Raya hey, yet? Not yet, but soon. Soon, it's We'll coming. keep posting those TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, hey, Matt Steele... We need you on Raya. Pete Davidson would be perfect for you. After nine months of dating, the couple has broken up. Okay. <laughs> I hope everyone got what they needed to get out of the relationship. Hello. I hope it was an amiable separation. Mm-hmm. And I just have to say, this is the moment. This is the moment. Damn all the odds. The moment for what? Oh, for you and oh, Pete. Well, for me to get, you know, my student loans paid off when Pete <laughs> Davidson becomes my boyfriend. I think we could find someone else for you. It would be, really he would do. be a guest on the podcast. Oh, imagine how many views those TikToks would get. Oh, I don't, I this mean. This is all good things. Matt Steele dating Pete Davidson. Uh, it, nothing but good can come out except of Except I'll be grimacing the whole time. He'll be on camera with us and you know I'm not a good actor. My <laughs> face will show. Here's the thing. that My reason for why I should like go on a date with Pete Davidson is A, because I love a free dinner mm. and B, because I I don't know. He's dated all of these gorgeous, amazing, talented women. Yes. And so clearly he must be like an insanely fun boyfriend to have. And I need Matt Steele needs some insanely fun people in his life. Yeah. You have me. I'm fun. Uh, But you have a boyfriend. I do. You're having fun with. And Matt Steele's just, you know, by himself watching season 12 of Survivor. I'd like it to be noted that we're still using third person. (laughs) It's been a while and I wanted it to stop. I really did. So it just uh, yes. creeps back up in it there, baby. Really, so it creeps, yeah. Out. Um, Batgirl shelved. That's devastating. I don't understand it. They filmed the whole movie, yes, and started in like post production and everything. And they, I guess, they figured like, oh, it's not good. We're gonna shelve it. And it's just like, really, can, like, can it be any worse than like some other like of the trillions of superhero films Honestly. that like have not gotten good reviews? Like, come on, like. I can't imagine it being like a huge bomb box right. office wise. Michael Keaton was coming back as, as Batman. Batman. People would have, I would have seen that. I'm right. a giant Michael Keaton stan. I think he is like, he's like the greatest film actor ever. I would have seen that shit. And I know nothing about was it, DC. Was it supposed to be going to HBO Max? Because I know there was this whole thing earlier in the week about how HBO Max was going to be mixing with Discovery Plus, and so people were worried about their favorite comedies and dramas on HBO Max going away. But you then, know, I'm worried about Degrassi. <laughs> Oh, have they started filming it? Yes. Oh, but I guess that doesn't matter now with Batgirl. <laughs> I don't, I know. That's a thing. Look, and with Batgirl, I just feel so bad for Leslie Grace. You know what like, I'm saying? We need the other two, season three. I hate that in between every season of the other two, something fucking horrible happens. This is when it moved from Comedy Central to HBO Max. Then it got shut down because of COVID. And now right as they've gotten like a very quick season three renewal, this whole HBO Max shit is happening. It's crazy. I mean, show business is rough, baby. I guess. This is a, you chose a bad place. Listen, <laughs> as if I'm like in there. As You're if in I'm, there. Lord, I wish I was at the place that is bad. Hey, you have a film. Hello. I know, and I'm singing opera in auditions. It's true. That's that's how you get to the place. Well, they, fake opera. They're now saying that um, in the short term, nothing's getting like taken off of HBO Max or like none of the HBO Max originals are getting canceled that have been renewed. So hopefully they keep their word with that, but I don't know. Girl, Degrassi better be there. I mean, we're hopeful. I need Degrassi. But yeah, I just, to go back to background, I feel bad for Leslie Grace. Like, she's such a talented girl. She was mm. great in uh, in the Heights. And 
I'm sure she saw this as like such an insanely huge opportunity. Absolutely. And I'm sure she worked her ass off and kicked her ass into shape doing some whatever stunts she had to do. Mm. I'm sure she did some of her own. Like, I don't know, maybe like some cartwheels. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure like the really hard stuff like maybe someone else did. But like, I'm sure she like worked really hard for it and everything. And and my King Michael just was probably so excited to get back into that bat suit. And I was excited for him. Uh, Carly Rae's coming back. And we love Carly Rae. The Loneliest Time is coming October 21st. Um, We're excited about it. The cover is Western Wind-esque. Seems like in the same shoot. Yes, neutrals. Neutrals. It's like a Thanksgiving meal. Yes, an interesting font for The Loneliest Time. I will say I'm not the biggest fan of the newest pre-release track she put out. And I'm not the hugest fan of Western Wind. I think the, the new song Beach House is very fun. I think it's a little embarrassing. But I'm open to hearing more from her. And the thing is... Tell us how you feel about us doing a listening party thing for Carly Rae's album because I just don't think it'd be fun. Me being like, at least, that was bad. (laughs) You know, I don't think Carly Rae fans want to hear that from us when they're listening to an album for the first time live. But it would be fun to do. I just am concerned. I'm sure there are some gems on there. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. So um, there's a little bit more news, but I don't know if there's anything gigantic. Is there anything else you would like to tell the people? I personally cannot think of a one. Okay. Matt Steele's dry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I saw that Dane Cook is getting engaged to his girlfriend. Dane Cook is 50. His girlfriend is 23. Saw that. And they met when she was 17. Saw that. I guess congratulations, congratulations. to the happy couple. I- it reminds me of a clip of a new Demi Lovato song that I've heard in which she's talking about uh, when she would date Wilmer Valderrama. I believe it's called 29. And she references how she was 17 and he was 29 when they began dating and he didn't have much of a problem with it. And now she's looking back now that she's 29 and expressing our feelings. So I can't <laughs> wait to hear all and of that. And she's just like, holy fuck. Yes. He, she, slash they. Is holy fuck. And I when we do that reaction review thing, you gotta say holy fuck. I can't wow. hear from fuck for an hour. Wow. Just I just wanna draw some lines in the sand. He's that's stifling my art. I don't know if I'm stifling, I'm just giving feedback. I Feel can't help feedback. it if that's the way it's spelled. <laughs> and I'm just reading. You are just reading. Um so sorry, is there anything else you'd like to tell the people? I don't think so. I All think right. it's time for a break. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back with more two game maps, the podcast. All right, guys. We're back. Th- this half of the podcast is gonna be a little messy. <laughs> Nothing like letting the people know that it's going to be a mess. So but just it's, buckle up. It's still going to be really, really fun. Yes. All right, guys. So the reason why is it is because we got a bunch of emails about stuff that we don't necessarily know a lot about. But also we got one email that we can't answer. Okay. So um, <laughs> so this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. Or if you would like to ask us a question by commenting on this YouTube video, if you are consuming this podcast mm. on YouTube, you can do that as well. So the first question, um, we will say it comes to us from Vinny. Vinny just sent us this question. Problematic. Email my heart. Literally writing this email while listening to the podcast. Yes. Thank you, Vinny. Not sure if either of you guys are fans of Kim Petras's catalog. I won't judge if not. The Dr. Luke connection is tough to swallow. But her leaks are all I've been listening to this week. That isn't by Beyonce, of course. <laughs> the leaks have awoken my fascination about unreleased, scrapped projects. Mm. Is there any album slash era that was canceled that you guys would still like to listen to? Thank you for the podcast. It is truly one of the brightest spots of my week. Oh, thank you so much, Vinny. You're so kind. Um... I don't know if like completely canceled. Well, I, I would like to listen to because we were talking, I think, before the podcast started recording. We were talking about um, Britney's album area, Original Doll, which was going to feature songs like Mona Lisa and Chaotic, which I think there's like a chaotic EP out there, which has some kind of polished, more polished versions of these songs. So hearing all of those songs like Rebellion, I feel like there's a lot of lore around them. So even if they would not have been my favorites, I would have loved to listen to them. Uh, there was also a rumor before... Butterfly really got going that Mariah was going to make it kind of a dance record and that the Butterfly interlude was going to be kind of like the sound she was going to build off of. I didn't know this. That is a rumor that maybe is unsubstantiated, but I would love to have heard, even though, of course, Butterfly is perfect the way it is, Butterfly 25 upcoming, but I would have loved to hear Mariah. I feel like it's never too late for Mariah to do a dance record. I feel like she did so much in the 90s for dance music and her remixes, the end of the gays all love to dance and the gays are the ones that are buying her albums. So that would have been lovely. I also feel like there was a time when uh, 
R&B music was getting like back from being very poppy and like the early aughts to going back to being like kind of more R&B again. Okay. And Monica had a song on, I believe the down to earth soundtrack called just another girl. And she also had a song called all eyes on me, which sampled PYT by Michael Jackson. And they both were kind of like Monica going in a Janet kind of direction. And Usher had a song at the time called Poppy Kala, which I believe went number one in the UK. And he had a whole album where every song title had the word you in it. <laughs> and it was called, it was going to be called All About You. Mm-hmm. And that those two albums got like rejiggered and became uh, the album that So Gone is on for Monica and the album that um, You Remind Me. And uh, it's, I think, 8701 by Usher. So I would have loved to hear what the more pop versions of those albums would have sounded like. Okay. I'm just, you know. And I feel like that happens a lot. Like, you know, when Ariana puts out Focus, I'm sure there are other Focus-esque tracks that would have fit on that album. But then we get Dangerous Woman and all is well. Do you think one day Normani's album will be on this list of albums that never came out that you are desperate to listen to? I believe she will release an album someday. Okay, someday. That's what I believe. <laughs> that album is somewhere. It's in the ether. It's somewhere, somewhere. in the world. I mean, I would I, love to hear it. I know nothing about like albums that have never been released. Yeah. I mean, I know about musicals that like were supposed to come to Broadway but never did. I mean, there's like Rebecca, which is based off of the Alfred Hitchcock film that was mm. for years. They've been working on Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then like last minute, it never came to Broadway. Wow. Um, so that's like always something that it's like a lore that people talk about now, a recent lore that people talk about now. And the other one, um, is a uh, square one by Stephen Sondheim, which never came to fruition oh, because he died while okay. he was writing it. <laughs> and so oh, that's right. something Do I would think- give anything to hear what that music sounded like. Do you think someone's going to try to come in and finish it or would that just be like, don't touch Sondheim shit? I don't know. It, it depends on, oh, oh, what's the other playwright he was working with on it? It depends on what the other playwright wants to do maybe I, or what... I'm sure there was some sort of clause or something when they were working on it where mm. he either said, like, if I die, th- none of this can be released. <laughs> you know, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I would mm. I would love to just like hear it. Like there's got to be a tape that's got to leak. Right. Like, come on. I also started just thinking of B-sides that I feel like should have been released. And I would love to hear like a final version of. There's a song by Kelly Clarkson called Don't, which she performed at a couple of mm. uh, concerts before uh, Breakaway came out, which I always really loved. And also Janet Jackson went in with Rich Harrison, the guy who did Deja Vu and Crazy in Love back in the early aughts. And um, she there are a couple of songs that... Uh, leaked and they're all very good and I'm like why have we not gotten a full Rich Harrison Janet collaboration album like what happened to these songs Um, I'll have to look up some of the names because I've forgotten them but Rich Harrison and Janet were a good team Pops Up was one of the songs Okay, and it was great it was very sexual it was like you know when I sit on your lap (laughs) some shocker when I sit on your lap something pops up (laughs) a little tongue in cheek Cute, um, but a very cute song, and you should look, look it up because it's great. Okay, all right. Um, we got some other emails about stuff that we don't really know much about. <laughs> um, we I got like that. we got an email from Claudio, who's emailed us before, saying that Renaissance, while Renaissance is his uh, an amazing album, it's only his second favorite album of the year because his mm. favorite is the Rosalia album called Moto Mami. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that we should listen to it. I have to say we we don't know Rosalia's music, but when she performed on the Grammy Awards, was it like a year and a half ago? Yeah, we were both like. This is the best performance of the night. It was oh my like god! Megan The Stallion and Rosalia were like the two best of the night. We were very impressed and by I, Rosalia. So. I think I listened to it like in, in transit one time. Like I think I was driving to the West Side and threw it on. Uh, and it is great from what I remember. But I haven't done a deep dive. Omodamami. Yes. Okay. Yes, I've not done a deep dive on the album, but it was getting such incredible reviews that I was like, I have to hear what's going on. Here. She's very talented. Everything incredible. I've seen her. So I'll have to check the album out. We got two questions about Shay Coulee, <laughs> <laughs> the drag queen. Um, from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Brittany emailed us, Hi, adorable Mats. I've been watching your videos for so long that gun to my head, I couldn't tell you when I started. But I also can't recall you ever talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Do you watch? I have to ask because my queen, Shea Coulee, has recently put out two absolute bops and I'm over the moon that we are getting legit good pop music from a former contestant. She also looks incredible in the music video. And another email um, from, hold on, let me scroll up, from Nicholas saying that Shea Coulee uh, has been cast in the Disney Plus series Iron Heart as Dark Dark Vale, an actual Marvel comic book character that was modeled after her. This is a, wow. a huge step, and I'm excited to see how she does. I mean, congrats to Shea Coulee, honestly, who's having a great year. I mean, 
I and I listened to the two songs that Britney sent us, and yeah. they were really great. I love that. They were too short, though. Mm, I like, mean, it's 2022. People love a short song. I know, but they were too short, and they were all condensed in one music in one YouTube video. Oh, interesting. It's like, huh? But like, they were really fantastic. And another thing we can't really comment on because we hadn't seen it. But Kathleen saw Beanie Feldstein's final performance of Funny Girl. Um, said it's. Um, that my friend and I went to see Beanie Feldstein's final performance in Funny Girl on July 31st. Beanie has been undeservedly humiliated through this whole debacle and I wanted to be there as a fan to show my support. It seems like a lot of people felt that way. The place was packed and as soon as Beanie stepped on stage, the crowd went nuts. Beanie was wonderful. She is Fanny Bryce, brought so much charm and true comedic chops and vulnerability to the role. As Fanny, Beanie played an underdog who you wanted to root for and after seeing her in this role, I understand why producers cast her in the first place. And I love that. I feel like we, you know, are only going off of what we hear. We are not, you know, gleeks and we're not beanie heads or whatever. So we're just hearing what the people are saying about the performance. And so I'm, I heard that she got a lot of love in her final performance. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy about that. And I hope that she moves on and does bigger and better things and can leave this all behind. You know? Exactly, yes. And and uh, Kathleen went on to say stuff about how her voice sounds sweet and lovely. Um, and she brought her to tears during People. And it's not a fair... What is being said about her voice is not fair or accurate. And how... I it, Just an email saying that it, just because like someone is interpreting a role differently does not mean give it less value and everything, which I am fully in agreement I mean, on. Yes. Like as someone who I guess does not have a... What's considered a great uh, pop voice for like mm. pop musical theater right now. I fully agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think I, I love seeing different people's interpretations of different roles. Absolutely. So I have no doubt that uh, Beanie brought a lot to the role that was not there before I by other that. actresses who might've been cast like just because like, wow, they had those powerhouse vocals. Right. Um, but I mean, we can't really comment much on it because um we didn't see her. <laughs> we didn't see her. We didn't. And but also, we do like Beanie. Also to clarify, we do not watch RuPaul's Drag Race. He's yes. a big brother gay. I'm a housewife's gay. But we've been thinking maybe at some point in the future we'll do some like patron-only videos of us, you know, watching and reviewing some Drag Race episodes or seasons. So if you're interested in that, let us know. Uh, because I feel like all the people that really love us really love Drag Race. So mm-hmm. it feels like it would be, it seems like a good fit. You know? Sure. My problem with it, though, is like I am such like... You're such a completist. I'm such a completist. And, and I would have to start from season one. You, I'm not well, doing Well, especially that. now because like all the drag queens, it's all just all stars every I know. season. So they all come back. I need to know their history, their relationships with each other prior. Like I... I will jump in. I hear the latest All-Star season's amazing. I will jump in and watch the latest All-Stars and then watch, pick and choose what I want to watch. If or if anyone has the right order that I should be watching, let us know. I'm open to that. I don't need to start at the beginning, especially because I saw that some of the beginning stuff was just a little low budge, no shade, but I would like to see it at its peak, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But like, it's I don't know. Feeling. I love the whole history, the, mm. the, the journey of all of these queens and everything. Michael so. Smith is saying season six might be a good place to start. I heard season six is very good. All right. We love that. Also, my favorite season of Big Brother. Oh. So, Matt Steele. Yes? (laughs) Do you have a giving you moments this week? I have, like, little things that have been giving me moments. That's great. Uh, First of all, I keep listening to Renaissance. It just gets better and better. Honestly. This season of Big Brother is excellent. I love it. Started season three of Big Brother Canada. It's great. (laughs) Um, Just, like, other small things in terms of, like, the grand scheme of the world and everything. The Inflation Reduction Act passed. Oh, The Senate. Like, just the... So many good things have happened in the government this week right. that it's just like, ah, thing, good things are happening. We are getting like good agreement on stuff. We are getting successes and everything. And that is encouraging people to vote in November. And it's one of those things. It's like you get so used to the bad news, you mm-hmm. know, because when those Supreme Court rulings were coming out, it was just like getting punched in the face day after day. And so when something good happens, we need to take it in. Yes, and it's just like, ah, the system is doing well this week. I know, you know? in this very moment. And I, I agree. It's just, and even though it's fucked up that the insulin thing had to be taken out. I know. Which is just beyond fucked up. Why would you want like, whatever. Care about your citizens. But there's a lot of good things that happened. Vote in November. Thank Vote you. in November. Vote for Democrats in November. Thank Do you it. very much, ladies and gentlemen. Also, just... I have to say, like, as far as... And the Kansas vote, sorry. And the Kansas vote. That was so nice. Voting works, people. It's like... 
you get so blinded by what the people in power are doing, like the officials who are either elected or placed on the Supreme Court, that you forget that even the people in their party don't agree with this fucking yes. anti-woman shit. Yes, like, Kansas, which is a super red state, went out and they voted, I guess it was no on the... Uh, the constitutional amendment? Yeah. Yes. And uh, And... Therefore, abortion is still legal in right. Kansas. And so that's amazing that people can band together and vote on something and be like, this is what we think. This is fucked up and we are not going to fucking stand for I it. Know. Everyone, please make check your registration. Yes. Also, as far as two gay mats goes, like there's just like really exciting things happening and I'm just excited for them. <laughs> like, I, like I feel like after the whole Beyonce listening party, it, it feels like there's... Some momentum behind this a little bit. And it makes me feel kind of good that like we work really hard and Matt Palmer especially has been working very hard <laughs> the past you. several weeks and everything because <laughs> Matt Steele has been busy and is not as techno- technology uh, sound as Matt yes, Palmer sure. is. And so <laughs> Matt Palmer's really taken the reins. So thank you, Matt Palmer. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just I feel like lots of good things are happening for 2K Matt's and it's it's really be a bright spot. In Absolutely. Week. So if you're new here as a listener of you or whatever, welcome and I hope you enjoy it. We've been doing this for a long time and we're going to be doing it for a long time. Grace requested we do it from a retirement home and like however long that takes for us to get there. So stay tuned. It might happen. You never know. I did reveal my age in the uh, live chat before we started the podcast. Right. So, he um, wouldn't do it on record. I'm not doing it on record. There will be no waveforms on this computer screen Mm -mm. in front of me that has the words 19. (laughs) Well, I love that for you. Um, I mean, you can just go to my IMDb. And I know, it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. Um, well, for me, I, I guess I agree with you on the two-game ads front. It's been nice to get some momentum. We're just uploading some clips to TikTok that people seem to really like. Uh, it's Yeah, it just feels good to, to get the ball rolling. We have been doing this for a long, long time. Uh, it also was very fun to go to that beach I went to, you know, just going to... You know, it's just nice when you really get to unplug for a minute and go just even a little bit outside of your comfort zone. And like, I slept so much over the course of just like the two days I was oh, there. Oh yeah, how's your sleeping? It's getting much better. I feel like I won't need um, the Wall Sleep Z, which you know I had been using a little bit. Mm. And so I don't want to get addicted. And so after this, I plan on editing this, uploading it, you know, maybe catching up on some Bravo. And honestly, I for the like eight people that watch Bravo that also listen to this. Married to Medicine has never been bad. What a great television show. And there was an episode, I think not last week's, but the week prior to, where there's a cast member named Dr. Heavenly who basically does an after show of the show on her. Dr. Heavenly. Doctor, yes, it's about doctors and doctor's wives. And like that's the social group that like is around. And so Dr. Heavenly's a dentist. And her last name's Heavenly. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So she basically has a YouTube channel in which she talks about the show, like an after show that's on YouTube. Which like Candy does for Atlanta Like it's not that bad But she's very shady and very mean about the rest of the cast And this girl who'd been her friend for such a long time Last season this girl Contessa who's also a doctor She and her husband were having a lot of troubles That did play out on the show in Heavenly's defense But then Heavenly would have her after show And like talk a lot about it Because that was what the episodes were focused on And she's like you know Is Contessa in an abusive relationship? I think so Contessa, who was a friend of Heavenly's, got a little offended and basically invited all the women to uh, go to the movie theater in her home and had cut together clips of Heavenly's like YouTube in which she's talking all this shit about all the other women in the group. Of course. And she's basically like didn't tell anyone what she's going to play. She's like, I thought we'd have a movie night. Let's all watch it. She presses play on it and it's like a YouTube uh, compilation of Heavenly. Heavenly's response? Uproarious laughter. She's like, ah! That's funny. <laughs> what I just said was really fucking funny. And the, the girl contestant is so upset. She's screaming. She's crying. They go out of the, the uh, hallway and crying. It's like, you are my friend. And the argue, the thing is, okay, is Heavenly in the wrong about like a little bit like using Contessa's marriage falling apart for clickbait? Sure. But Heavenly's point, which I agree with, Contessa said everything about this publicly on a television show. People are already watching. You know okay. what I mean? So... I feel like Heavenly doesn't have a lot of fans these days, but I'm like, I get her point of view the a little bit. The fact that her name is Heavenly it's great. Like, is just incredible. It's like, it's great. not even her first name. No. It's like, this was just a name that 
Actually, it might be. It might be Doctor Heavenly Kimes. Oh, okay. Oh, Heavenly Kimes. Yeah. Okay. Since it's a first name, like that makes more sense to me because someone was like, "I'm going to name my child Heavenly." Heavenly. Yeah. Someone would name their child, like you know, Matthew means gift of God. Yes. So (laughs) So we are two gifts, darling. We are Lion King the gifts over here. When people are always like, "Oh, what a crazy name," I'm always like, "Well, you know that like every name once started like even like biblical names like started as like a word that meant something." True. You know so. I'm I'm defending the first name Heavenly. <laughs> and I'm the, defend- the last name Heavenly is a little funny. I'm me. defending Doctor Heavenly. I'm just ex- and also I just appreciate this show has been on for like maybe ten years, and so many of the Bravo shows at the ten year mark get really fucking bad. <laughs> and this show is consistently excellent. If you care about Bravo or reality TV at all, I recommend Married to Medicine. It's an underrated fave of mine. Okay, all right. Well, also, I guess the people want to know. Huh. Drum roll, climax. <laughs> Because you said you were going to reveal on the podcast. What? What's happening to the money from, what's it called, that website, for your table. Oh, from the, <laughs> the table Wayfair. from Wayfair. Yes. Okay. Well, what happened was- they I was have, about to say Waverly. No, Wayfair. <laughs> if, you did, if you listened last week, there was a poll as to whether I should keep the money that they were going to accidentally send me. Luckily, we don't have to worry about that because they have not sent me any money. I'm going to give them a couple of days, and if they do not send me $715, which is more than I need, I will email them and say, hey, I still haven't received this, and this is the real amount that I need. Yes. So, Because I feel like reaching out to them and saying a lie would be different than just accepting a yes. lie. Yes. I still haven't received my 200 and something dollars. Yes. And then just hoping, fingers crossed, that suddenly 700 whatever is yes. deposited in That's back the hope. into your account. So I think that is an excellent solution. Okay. Because you are still being honest. Yes. And then if they just happen to give you a happy bonus. Exactly. And, if the, and the thing is, if they give me a happy bonus before Wednesday, I'm not saying shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. Okay. So that uh, that's the next step in the Wayfair drama. Every, I will say everyone in the chat and everyone emailed me. People were texting me. They're like, do not give that money back. I will say it was very unpopular The Jackson and old school Matt Steele side because new school Matt Steele would never give that money back <laughs> never exactly alright is there anything else we have to tell the people I don't think so Guys. the chat was so much fun today we were talking for a while before we started the podcast it's true we had a lot to say yeah we had a lot to say We were. I found out my the three astrological signs oh yeah what are they They. I apparently according to someone who did their research um, this is why I gave oh, the year away mm-hmm. um, I am a Gemini obviously but I am a Virgo moon and a Sagittarius rising All so right. do with that as you will America Pete Davidson if you are listening see if that is compatible <laughs> and I'm Taurus for all I'm yeah. Taurus 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 I imagine Taurus 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 is compatible with nobody <laughs> Because that seems really aggressive. It doesn't. See, it seems like a puzzle piece that just fits nowhere. I <laughs> don't feel like I fit nowhere. You are I, you are a puzzle piece all on your own. You are your own full fully finished puzzle. I just I feel like it's a. There's going to be a lot of expressing coming from me. There's going to be a lot yes. of opinions, and there's going to be a lot of me being right, which I'm happy with. You have a lot of opinions. It's true. As do I. Yes, that's why it's great that we're here together. Oh, look at that. Look at we that. We are here together, together forever until the end of time. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. And we'll be back next week with more To Be Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye.